You're listening to the First Fight Podcast, home of the people and stories behind the fight. I'm Jennifer Anderson, the host and creator. My goal is to give you a peek into the remarkable world of fighting and create a platform for fighters to tell their stories. In each episode of this series, a different fighter shares a transformative story of their first time. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is a special episode considering it is a unique time we're in. We're doing a unique episode with a previous guest, Sajara Eubanks. Sajara is a UFC bantamweight fighter, and she's actually preparing for a fight during the pandemic. So she's at home, been locked down for weeks, preparing for the big UFC fight this coming Wednesday. And here's a little inside scoop on what it's like for the fighters. Enjoy. Marge has already been on the show. Obviously, she's told us about her first fight already. But on this episode, I wanted to talk about what it's like getting prepared for a fight on lockdown during a (laughs) pandemic. You're going to be fighting this coming Wednesday in Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm going to be fighting uh, Wednesday, May 13th in Jacksonville on ESPN+. Plus. Don't know what card this is now. It's like UFC Fight Night something. I don't know. Yeah, but... it, it didn't say a specific <laughs> night. It was just Smith Tertiera, I think. Yeah, they yeah they they supposed to be in one of these uh, little in between cards, but at least I'm at least I'm fighting them. Um, fighting in lockdown and quarantine is um it's definitely been a really interesting camp. Is it's had so surprisingly it's had it's had more pros than cons. Um, when they first I, I signed for the fight like a while before the corona thing really started and so I was like probably still like still early into camp once things started to shut down I think I still had another like five weeks to go before before they started closing gyms something like that um obviously being in quarantine like the rest of us I'm losing track of days (laughs) (laughs) you look closely there's a scratch wall of how many days I've been here (laughs) like solitary confinement (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how long it's been, but um, uh, I'm roomed up with a uh, fellow UC fighter and roommate, uh, Claudia Galdea. So we have, uh, we created a gym in our garage. So honestly, we, we didn't miss much. We we kept it rolling because we had the space to be able to, to train and we were able to spar with each other. We didn't really skip much of a beat. So my camp just kind of kept rolling. It was just a matter of like adjusting to the environment. Um, and, and just the, the same kind of adjustment that everyone else has of, of being stuck in the house. But, um, for the most part, like still having a fight date up until I, I, my fight was still on and signed and I was still training for it. Uh, I was supposed to fight April 18th up until like April 10th or something like that. So I went through, I went through the whole camp and, you know, it's been, it's been good. I've been able to run I've been able to grapple I've been able to hit pads I've been able to spar so um it's just a smaller room and and quite frankly it's a little bit more private lesson style so I think it's almost been more beneficial than normal because I'm able to instead of taking group classes I'm able to focus on just me and and every single training and every day so um it's not as terrible as it sounds um other than other than the same the same misery everyone else is going through being stuck in the house well, it gives you something to look forward to and work towards, obviously. And I'm sure it's nice to just have that to focus on and 
no distractions yeah absolutely um it it, it does make the the camp makes the quarantine easier the quarantine didn't make the camp harder so yeah it benefited in that way and honestly when they canceled it um they hadn't given us another date so me and claudia took like a couple of days off we had some like junk food a little bit you know we were like okay all right well just relax and like the first two or three days after they canceled it we were like oh my god is this what quarantine is really actually like like (laughs) like is this what y'all have been going through like this is terrible (laughs) honestly if i didn't have a baby to run after i'd be going nuts he just keeps me busy I bet you he does. I, I had my baby for a couple of weeks during the quarantine, too. She definitely kept things busy. But um, so when they re-signed us, we were like, oh, thank God. Because I, I, we, we were like, nah, this is terrible. So All you do is eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Said all what I want to do, do is eat. So <laughs> That's been, yeah, that's been hard. I do want to eat a lot. But you know, that's I feel probably the hardest part, I would imagine, is dieting in quarantine. Um. So... Claudia is definitely more disciplined than I am, but my diet strategy for quarantine has been like, just don't bring the food into the house. Exactly. So as long as I don't actually bring junk food physically into the house, I'm good to go. Because if there's snacks somewhere, I'll probably break, just like anyone else would, you eat out of boredom, like, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, two o'clock in the morning, I can't sleep in quarantine. I go to my fridge, all I have is like lettuce and chicken breast. So. That's not fun. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Claudia's been home with you as well. She fights the Saturday after you. Yeah, yeah. So right. that's right. But yeah, she fights the Saturday after me. So I'm super, it's been fun, like, being being in camp together. It's always cool when you have a, a camp partner. Um, You guys kind of vibe off each other, um, keep the energy high. So it's good. You know, it's been great having you, Claudia, and Caitlin here all in New Jersey. Really, it's a good little mix-up for you guys. Especially you and Caitlin are a good dynamic because you're so different with your styles. Yeah, I think I think it's been great. I think, especially I was teasing Mark. I was like, Mark, you should get more credit. You've got a top 10 girl in every, in every weight class. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. It's like serious girl power. Um. Yeah, me and Caitlin definitely vibe off each other. The, the striker, grappler kind of aspect, I think we make each other really good. And now Claudia's bringing a different kind of kind of aspect to it. She's a little smaller, but she's yeah. got high high grappling pedigree. Um, and the three of us have just been working together. We're like, we're like best friends, girl power. <laughs> <laughs> I love that picture you posted of you and Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> I said the same thing when I saw that first. I'm like, they're talking shit about someone. <laughs> definitely, definitely like, mm, girls far harder than guys. <laughs> Around to more entertaining. <laughs> me and Caitlin have a lot of fun. Uh, me and Claudia have a lot of fun. We've been, you know, got a cool little girls girls team going. That's it's awesome. It's kind of hard sometimes in women's MMA training in general. There's always that like. There's so few girls that I feel like women are a little more territorial about the gym and you guys all get along well and push each other. So that's worked out really well. Definitely has. And we got to give like Mark a little bit of credit for it because girls are territorial because there's so few of us. And so there was definitely like a lot of like eyeballing. Feeling out. (laughs) 
like, hmm, hi. And Mark was like, hey, you guys get along. Me and Caitlin got along pretty cool off the rip. And then by the time Claudia came in, me and Caitlin had a good vibe already. So it was easy to kind of embrace her. Mm-hmm. And I think when me and Caitlin were really first started sparring together, we realized like how much better it is to spar with another female versus mm-hmm. sparring with guys. Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow, what have we been missing this whole time? And so once we realized how great it was to have females, we were always like, man, we wish more girls in the area from New York and New Jersey would come down as far with us because it's so much better. Mm-hmm. So when Claudia came, we were like, are you going to stay? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to join the team? And so when she stayed, we were like, score, one more one more female. So, oh, it, yeah. It, yeah, it's great. That's a lot of talent, too. And Caitlin and I were talking about that, how when you spar with guys, you you never really know how good you you did because you can always say, oh, they're stronger, they're a guy. Like when I feel like when it's a girl, you can really like it, push it and gauge where you're at, you know. Absolutely, you get a better gauge. Gives you a little bit more confident confidence and like, and and I think too, like you're able to try stuff. You know, like when you're going with some of the guys, you kind of don't want to try anything new. You don't want to try what you've been working on the pads or, or grappling because you're like, this guy's going to try to take my head off or like he's too big or strong for me to try. With the other females, you're, you're kind of able to practice the sort of B game, C game stuff that you have added to your main toolbox that you can work on. So that's, that's another major benefit, I think. And I think that's why the females are able to excel in the way we have the three of us. It's a different feel, that's for sure. Hell yeah, it's, it's great. I'll so, probably never, never go back this barn, guys. <laughs> <laughs> now you're coming off two close losses, two tough competitors. How does that make you feel going into your third fight? Um, just kind of, kind of is what it is. I think when I when I first came off of the best Korea loss, which was my second. Like, I felt a lot of pressure. Like, my next fight has got to be a win. My next fight has got to be a win. Um, but honestly, so much time has passed since the Betchkadea fight. It's really allowed me to sort of look, give it a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And even even more so in the quarantine, as I'm able to sort of reflect and spend a lot of time by myself, is like, um, you know, I want to use this fight to get back to, to what I love. You know, I fight because I love it. I fight because it's fun. I fight because I love the adrenaline rush. I fight because it's cool, you know, and and it's kind of like I've been trying and I feel like I've accomplished the mentality of like, look, when when I put my best foot forward, when I'm relaxed, when I'm having fun, when I'm in my zone and I'm letting things flow, I think I think I'm I think I'm near unbeatable. Like and I think especially going into this fight, let's remove the pressure of okay, I lost two fights. Let's remove the pressure of, like, the chopping block and all the other shit that you hear in your ear. Let's just go back to having fun. Let's just go back to fighting because you loved it. When I first got into fighting, there was no UFC anyway. I fought because it was cool. I wasn't trying yeah. to be, like, UFC champ. There was no UFC champ. Like, when I first started fighting, I went to fight a bulldog, you know? Like, <laughs> and, and I went out there and just fought because I wanted to be a killer. So that's the kind of mentality I'm trying to bring into this next fight. Just, just put my best foot forward and have a good time. So you feel like those last couple fights, you kind of lost that that um, yeah. same drive or joy in fighting? Yeah, I think so. I think my last 
couple of fights. Honestly, I think all, all of them, I just was probably getting away with it. But I, I think most of my fights in the UFC have been, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Like, must wins. Like, coming out the ultimate fighter, like, and then missing the weight I did for the finale. Like, my next fight was all the pressure about making the weight, making the yeah. weight, making the weight. So then, you know, I made the weight. And then my next fight after that, I was booked to fight Valentina, and then the whole thing messed up. So then it was the pressure of, like, fighting last minute in Madison Square Garden, and after getting pulled from a title fight, there's a lot of pressure there. And then coming around to Aspen Lad, I was fighting because I needed the money so bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then... Which was a really good Trump. fight, by the way. You know, I rewatched that fight, and I forgot how... I kind of, like, no ego. I, I was watching it, and it's... And I, I was watching it to study, and I ended up, like, watching it to watch it. And I was like, damn, that's a good fight. We should have got more play. There's no shame in that loss, that's for sure. Ooh, I was like, damn, we were scrapping. That was a good fight. Um, so, yeah, I just think each each one of my fights, I was, like, giving myself a reason or another. None of them was just because, fuck it, I'm here to fight. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, Betch Kadea, I was like, oh, I got to get that loss back from Aspen, and I got to prove to the, you know, I was out there trying to do everything but have fun with Betch Kadea. So, we're going to have fun this next one. I got a good feeling on it. You're so laid back, too. It's, like, hard to picture you being so hard on yourself, you know, but the the things that go on in your mind before fighting, no one, no one really understands, and you got to go through it, really, to, like, figure out what the issue was looking back it's easy to see yeah everything's 2020 and it's true that you say that like I kind of thought that this camp it's like I'm usually so chill and laid back like why why do I crank up the pressure like I'm, I'm I never care about anything why do I like, why do I <laughs> like why I'm all of my, like, my that's, face battle. that's the, the part that people don't understand that's so hard about fighting you know if you can be oh. out there and you can be happy and having fun and flowing, that's when you have your best performance, you know? Yep. Yep. And and that's it's easier said than done. But yeah, happy fighter. Mike Tyson's one of my favorite fighters. It's one of my favorite quotes of him. It's mm-hmm. like happy fighter is a dangerous fighter. He was killing guys when he was just a happy young kid, just mm-hmm. throwing bombs. So what are you expecting when you get in Florida? What 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 do you think is going to be different about this fight? I'm not setting any expectations whatsoever, Jenny, because, <laughs> because so far nothing I've expected has happened. So I might as well just be like, hey. Um, so what am I expecting? Like, I'm pretty sure. So I presume the UFC is going to try to keep it as normal as they can. Yeah. But there's obviously going to be a bunch of stuff going on. We're going to have to get COVID tested. Um, we're gonna have to like wear masks and shit, I'm sure. Um, I guess the rumor is we're allowed to leave the hotel. I don't know if we're allowed to leave the hotel or not. Um, but I think we will be allowed to leave the hotel for like grocery runs and stuff like that. Um, so I, you know, I really, I really don't know what to expect. I just kind of didn't even, I didn't even try to play myself to try to expect nothing. <laughs> I didn't even try to set myself up to be like, hmm, I wonder, I just, I'm just going to roll with it. I get in Sunday morning to, to Jacksonville and usually has been doing a good job of like sending us emails yeah. and like trying to keep us like trying to, trying to let us know what to expect. So I, I expect to be tested a lot. <laughs> I expect to have my temperature tested a lot. I expect 
um, things to be probably a little bit more tight and strict. UFC's already like super organized during fight yeah. week, so I'm assuming they'll be a little bit more um, stringent on, on those things. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll be firing on all cylinders after being off. They're used to running ragged, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't know what the, I'm, 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 I wonder what they're going to do because they're doing three fights in a week, and I was like, I wonder if they're all going to have the same staff. Like, I wonder if like they're going to rotate their staff out or if they just have like their COVID staff that has to work all three events. UFC staff is gangster. They never get enough credit. Like everybody, you know, we were there when they switched the whole venue from Vegas to LA and they were just rolling with it. Like they do nothing. It was like amazing what they pulled off. They, it's insane what they can do. That's right. I forgot y'all were on that card. Hell yeah. UFC staff is pure gangster. I love every last one of them. Any of them any of them dudes and, and chicks in a blue shirt is pure gangster. And That's they'll do it. whatever they gotta do. So I'm ex- I, I know they're gonna make it work. They will. The show must go on, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Every it'll be a good opportunity. Everyone is it's a captive audience, so everyone is just eager to watch some fighting, so or watch anything for that matter. But hopefully, it'll bring some new, some new fans and viewers. I hope so too. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be major, especially like three fights in a week. I think, um, I think the UFC popularity will will definitely skyrocket this summer. Well, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to seeing you put on a show as usual. Let's see the happy version of Sarge. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I'm, <saying>? lucky. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I've been I've been super relaxed these last couple of weeks. So um I really got a good feeling about this one. I feel like I'm in a nice little I'm in a nice little Zen happy space and yeah. I'm like fucking cranking my neck up like I'm crazy. So I'm looking forward to it. Well you seem like it and are, is your fight on what is it gonna be on? ESPN plus. Okay. No idea what time everyone keeps asking me, but I'm like 98% sure it's going to be on ESPN Plus. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look it up <laughs> for sure and put it in my outro. But um, yeah, everyone watch Sarge. You know, you always have really fun fights. So you're a banger, that's for sure. It's definitely going to be fun. That's for sure. <laughs> tell everybody it's Wednesday. I'm on the Wednesday, Wednesday card. No one knows what day it is. <laughs> no one knows what day it is. It's not Saturday. I posted to my Instagram the other day, like, hey, y'all, my fight is on a Wednesday. Do not hit me on Saturday morning talking about good luck because you missed it. And everyone was like, oh, my God, is it a Wednesday? I'm like, yes. So <laughs> I think that's my biggest concern, that everyone's going to be like, what happened to your fight? Like, two <laughs> days ago, lady. So... <laughs> But everybody knows it's going to be Wednesday. Okay, Wednesday. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks again for taking the time. I appreciate it. Of course, it's always fun being on anytime. I mean, I know you have time right now anyways. You ain't got no excuses. Right. What else am I doing? And all your <laughs> listeners have no excuse but to listen to the podcast. Right? Like, listen to the podcast, watch the fights. What else y'all doing? <laughs> Nothing. But drinking and eating. Let's go. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed that one. Sarge is always very honest, and we're looking forward to seeing her fight this Wednesday for UFC Fight Night. Tershara Smith, it is going to be on ESPN+, and you can watch it starting at 6 p.m. Eastern is when the prelims start. 
The main card is at 9 p.m. Eastern. Like I said, it's all on ESPN+. And actually, another previous guest, Carl Roberson, will be fighting as well that night. So I hope you enjoyed getting a little inside scoop. As I said, it's the people and the stories behind the fight. Every once in a while, we'll do a different episode, not just on the first fight. So we'll keep putting out more stories and keep it interesting. As usual, please follow us on Instagram at The First Fight, and you can check out our website, thefirstfightpodcast.com. 